heart breaks because no one can maintain princess status her whole life. And I've cried for other little girls whose moms didn't buy them tutus to wear to school, whose teeth aren't always gleaming, who would rather dig in the dirt than play with babies, who are shunned and teased, because I wonder if their lives will be marked by love and welcome, or if they will always think that they don't quite fit in. I've watched teen girls who define themselves solely by their friends and their looks and their worth in the eyes of guys, and I've feared that they will humiliate themselves to try to earn some guy's benediction, only to discover that it is not the same thing as love. And I've seen ungainly girls who hide behind food or drugs or self-harm, only to discover that when they're seeking human approval, the emptiness never ends. I've talked to women who are completely heartbroken because their daughters, the girls they homeschooled or sang with and taught verses to, and who should know better, are now living with their boyfriends or their lesbian girlfriends, and these women are wondering why God isn't holding up his part of the bargain. And I've shared coffee and tears with dear friends who admit that they never feel as if they measure up, and they hope someone can magically make them better. Why did I write this book? Because I love women and I love Jesus, and like a good friend of both, I want to introduce them to each other. Maybe they've met before, but I'm sure that if they spend time together, everything will change. The Facebook post that sparked it all. In the early fall of 2013, I posted the following on my Facebook page. Okay, friends, I need your help. I'd like to know the dumbest things people tell women they have to do in order to be godly. Ready? Go. I thought I might get a few responses, but what happened over the next 24 hours was mind-boggling, and frankly pretty troubling. Nearly 20,000 women read the post, and almost 500 responded. And that was all within 24 hours. I knew that women felt burdened and wearied by to-do lists suggested steps for improvement and bad advice, but I didn't have any idea how much frustration, anger, angst, and despair was simmering just beneath the surface of so many hearts. I already knew that women were worn down, because I've had the opportunity to speak with hundreds of them, as I've traveled around the country speaking at churches and women's conferences over the past decade or so. And I want to be really clear about something here. My experience with burdened women has not been primarily with those who haven't yet come to faith. No, it is with women who self-identify as Christians, who regularly attend church, who agree that Jesus is the truth and that the truth is supposed to set them free. And the churches where I met these women aren't what one might call the first church of feel good now. No, these are churches where the word of God is taught and where women are encouraged to take the call to discipleship seriously. These are serious women, women who would say that their faith in Christ is the most important thing about them. And yet there they were, telling me through tears that they were drowning in to-do lists and dying for some good news. Based on feedback I've gotten from women I've met face-to-face at conferences, from those who replied to my question on Facebook, and from those who are part of focus groups, I know that there is an undeniable groaning among women 
in what we might call modern American evangelicalism. I felt it myself as I struggled for years trying to be a great mom, a good wife, and a faithful friend, while spending hours at the gym and insisting that everyone else live a life that met what I thought were God's expectations. I carried a burden of responsibility for everyone else's success, all the while knowing I was failing. Yet even I was surprised at the depth of anger and despair my question evoked. The responses confirmed something I've long suspected. The landscape that evangelical women live in is a howling wilderness littered with the blood, sweat, and tears of thousands of hardworking, weary women, and also with the carcasses of the faith some of them have shed as they've given up in despair and exhaustion. We've missed the point. We've majored on the minors, and we've failed to fill the hearts of women with the only...